Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to a new mini-podcast called From Home. The team behind From Scratch will be releasing short, self-recorded check-ins from chefs, food world personalities, and more. They'll be giving us updates on what they're cooking, what's left in their pantry, and what they're looking forward to when life gets back to normal. Our first guest is a chef who is just a young tot in a famous kitchen when I first met him. Since then, he's become famous himself for his books, his appearances and success on Top Chef, and for his excellent cooking. He'll be joined by his fabulous and hilarious wife. Ladies and gentlemen, this is From Home With. This is. This is. This is From Home With. This is From Home With. This is From Home With Richard and Jasmine Blaze. Are you going to stop crunching? I'm eating almonds. Okay. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Richard Blaze here, and I am with... Jasmine Blaze eating almonds. We can barely talk because she's chewing... Uh, almonds, and we are the Trail Blazers, which is our new not the Portland basketball. Team? No, not the Portland basketball team. <laughs> the, the the new dance troupe that we've started. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the new family dance troupe that we've started on our quarantine. Um, but that's for another. That's for another podcast. This is Michael Ruhlman's podcast, Jasmine. Right. But you know Michael Ruhlman. I do because you gave me his spoons one time for a, right. for a, a holiday gift, mm-hmm. and we still use them. We do. They're all over the house. We have a, a couple. Yeah, at least. It is kind of amazing. His recipes are always super, super exact and specific. Uh, I knew him. Well, I mean, I still know him, but uh, like I was a baby boy at the French Laundry when he was writing a book about the French Laundry. You knew that, right? 
I did not know that. Yeah, so he knows me. He's he's seen me like burn potato chips and stuff like that. <laughs> Choose one easy to prepare dish that has become a go-to for you. What's your go-to recipe? What have you been cooking? What have you been cooking during quarantine? An incredible baker. Well, I don't know. I don't know about incredible. I, I mean, pretty I'm, good. I'm four loaves in. Let's. I mean, I've made bread before this. And we had a starter in the fridge that was like from 2015 that we brought back to life. And I don't think I'm ready to call myself a baker though, but we did make four loaves of bread and a round of bagels. Yeah. Yeah. You're a baker. I mean, you're pretty good. And I've also been calling you baker, B-A-E-K-E-R, like before anyone else, like Beyonce style. That's right. Because you're my wife. Right. Uh, But it's been pretty amazing. But you're like tackling like tartines, country loaf, sourdough. true. Yeah. And doing some real, real serious baking. It's a a labor of love, bread making. That's what I realized. Yeah. And And it shows. Yeah. Um, but some recipes do not require like three days of proofing, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Right. I feel bad when people ask for that recipe on Instagram because I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, Are you, you sure you want to be in it? Like, that I do. Point. That's what I do. Yeah. I, that's the best way to do it. Uh, but, I'll let Tartine break it to him. <laughs> exactly. But you have been, uh, you've been cooking a couple of recipes that are super simple. What have yeah. been some of your favorite quarantine Well, recipes? I mean, we'll stick on the bread for a minute. We, we made um, two ingredient bagels, which are like lighting the internet world on fire and have for years. And, and when you say internet honest. world, you mean my TikTok page. True. That, yes. that as well. Uh, but how no, old two is he? Someone so, right now so, is like, how old is he? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I say that all the time. Um, two ingredient bagels. Um, they're really easy. They, uh, I think uh, Brooke Williamson made them the other day and she said it really well that like, are they the best bagels you've ever had? No. Which was kind of like snarky. But her, no, I, don't, I didn't think so at all because they're not. But are they bagels? Are they passable as bagels? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And do the kids like, was everybody happy? And like, was everybody like thrilled that we had fresh, warm bagels in the house? Like, yes. Was everybody enjoying them? And we somehow scored a, a tub of cream cheese on the Whole Foods delivery. Like, Absolutely. So yes. this is the moment of like quick cooking hacks and where they really can serve you well. And ease yeah. and convenience, even in this time, is important. Right. So walk me through real quick, because I've never made the recipe. Yeah. What so is the recipe? It's a one-to-one recipe. So you can kind of go up and down as you'd like, but it's, we made one cup of self-rising flour uh, and one cup of f- Greek yogurt. Okay, by volume, because Michael Ruhlman is like a oh, serious, like, oh, you know, he's, he's, he's yeah. measuring things out in grams. I didn't weigh it. Yeah, so we did it by, by cup, volume. like one cup of this, one cup of that, you know, no, not too specific. Um, and then, you know, you kind of make the dough. It's sticky as well, talking about wet dough. You make that dough, you um, roll it into or cut it into fourths, because if you're doing one cup in one cup, you're going to make four bagels. Mm-hmm. You fourth the dough once it's put together. And then you roll it out. And we tried both bagel methods. So we tried the roll a ball and poke it through whole. Like yeah. you said, it was Bialy style. Like Bialy's, yeah. Mm. Bring Bialy's back. But by the, the kids way. really liked making the worm and then, you know, pressing the worm into a circle. As, as more of a savory a cook, when you say making the worm, you take the dough and you roll it out almost as if you would do a gnocchi. Like a Play-Doh. Yeah. Like oh, Play-Doh, yes, sure. Or Play-Doh gnocchi. gnocchi, which is one of my favorite dishes, <laughs> exactly. actually, that we've also been cooking on quarantine. It requires white Play-Doh. Yes. And you can't eat it. That's no. the only thing with Play-Doh gnocchi. Yeah. Um, so two ingredients, and then ingredients. you bake it at what? Bake it at like 375. It bakes for like, I'd have to look at the recipe to remember this. Hold on, let me think. It bakes like for about 12, minutes. 12, 15 minutes. minutes, okay. Yeah, not that long. But, um, and then I think, yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, egg wash, we egg forgot. Wash. So it's two ingredients. Two ingredients. And then if you want it but to- But if you like toppings. And if you want, and you want it to, to look, look a little glossy. Yeah, so a little egg wash, uh, water, a tablespoon, a tablespoon of water, an egg, whisk it up, put it on top. 
And then we added cinnamon sugar. We added everything spice. Ooh, you know what we have to do? Maybe we could get Michael Ruhlman on my podcast, Food Court, and he can debate bagels. which is the best bagel topping ever. Oh, yeah. What is yours? Uh, Onion. Onion. Yeah, like, I like minced, that. Why did you like look dried at me like minced you were onion? Because I thought that you, I, I figured you would judge me for it. No, I, if anything, I love you even more. <laughs> onion is in all great foods. Everyone yeah. knows yeah. this. So, like, uh, especially when it's like that dehydrated, dehydrated minced onion, onion kind you know, of thing. The onion yeah. that they bring back to life at McDonald's. Yeah. Sorry, Michael Room is losing all respect for me right now. <laughs> what about I you? I love it. Best I mean, topping. I think there's a, just, I don't know why there's a, I guess because I'm a native New Yorker that everything bagel topping, even though I yeah. don't know if it's was invented in well, New York, onion I feel like it has to be everything and it's interesting and, and i like the idea of like cleaning out the cupboard uh with a topping as well that's true although which, now they sell it just in one jar together with this like is Trader true but Joe's. clean out the cupboard and jasmine you stepped on my segue what's in your cupboard take a look in your cupboards what's in your cupboard what's in your pantry walk us through what you see what are you stocked up on uh speaking of cleaning out the cupboard yeah uh one thing that Michael Ruhlman's team wants us to do is to walk on over to the cupboard. I'll bring the recorder. You okay. bring all the wires because oh gosh, we're not yeah, wireless we're not, just not yet. Wired, yeah. uh, and they want us to to walk us through some of the things that we've found and discovered in our pantry. So I'm over here in the dry storage area okay. right now. And uh, here's a couple notes that I've learned on quarantine. Yeah. Everyone's house sort of becomes a restaurant. Okay. During quarantine, right? Meaning like if you're, if you're a chef or a cook and now you're home, all of a sudden you're doing inventory. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. There has been inventories. Right. Cupboards are getting cleaned and organized and labeled. And listen, I know Michael Ruhlman's pantry is always like that, but mm-hmm. not every American's pantry is organized with frog tape and dated and labeled it's and true. initialed. Um, but we made some amazing discoveries in our pantry. Um I'll speak about a few of mine. One is this was a moment where, especially as a professional chef, you travel the world and every time you're someplace else, you come back with a jar, a package, (laughs) something that's a souvenir of your culinary journey. And we've eaten most of the souvenirs at this point. (laughs) Yeah, we've at least opened them all. (laughs) And and like everyone's got that, right? A little tin of anchovies, a weird smoked fish thing, a package of some Thai seasoning as I'm looking into the uh, pantry right now, some pasta from Rome. Most of that stuff is gone. Yeah. And why not? I mean, right? Like now, right. now's the time. And I, I've seen a lot of people right. talk about that. And, and, and honestly, at the end of this, if you still have some things that have like tucked way back in your pantry, it's probably time to just get rid of them. That's true. Because like if you're not eating it now, that, when in the world are you going to eat it? That's true. And this just came to me when I said it, but it also gives you a little bit of that weird like nostalgia that like, oh yeah, remember we were in Rome as a family recently. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, let's celebrate that moment now and let's think about going back once this thing ends, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, another find, and I've said this once or twice was, you know, we have a dog, so we have a big uh, bin of dog food on the bottom of the uh, floor of the pantry. And... I keep finding like awesome little packets of like, I found like a dried uh, spinach dip seasoning pack behind there. And you found yeah. some- I found some Sanka back there. Instant Sanka coffee. I don't even know. It might not even have been from us. It might've been from like the last people that lived here. Which is even more amazing. Yeah. But we drank it. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's another recipe. The Delonica, what do you call it? The Oh, the Dalgona coffee. The Dal- There's some food science in there uh, of some sort, of right? Course. Happening. We'll break uh, it down. Uh, it's, it's, um, you take instant coffee and it's, I think, again, all my recipes are one to one to one. That's great. Um, that you take two tablespoons of instant, you know, uh, crystals coffee. Um, you take two tablespoons of water. 
And it asked for two tablespoons of sugar, although now I'm reading that you can adjust the sugar by a bit, which I would have because it was pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the coffee is also pretty bitter too, instant coffee. So anyways, you take all that and you whip it with a hand mixer for three minutes and it whips up into this like luscious coffee whipped cream that you can then serve over ice with milk and it's mm. it was actually Dare really I say delicious something chino like a for you know i don't know who's yeah like the but podcast, like but but the but the 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 chino part the fluffy part is is coffee so it's like you know that's usually the milk is the fluffy part but this is like coffee foam it's really good got really it and also you make this recipe michael ruhlman and you get ten thousand instagram followers <laughs> it's true especially if you document it in video format it's and drop true. some music over it uh what have been some of your pantry finds jasmine um well i just found this yesterday we have a bottle of uh buffalo style hot sauce yeah and, and we'll shout it out that's tabasco it's tabasco and we're on this little bit of like a whole 30 kind of thing right now You're strangely have to enough really quickly explain that uh you know we're not eating we're not eating a lot of sugar flour well what we are but we're trying not to right uh um, and this one has really just like five ingredients. It's pretty nice. And I'm pretty sure we have a head of cauliflower in the fridge. So I'm thinking I'm going to make some buffalo oh cauliflower. You, first of all, yeah. you were like such a millennial, like you're trending right now <laughs> on Michael Ruhlman's podcast. Um, yes, g- use all your gifts. Yeah. That's what that's saying. Use if you're the a gifts. chef that gets gifts I, at festivals. I laid this one out for you because I found this in the back. I found a half a pound of pine nuts dry toasted Ooh. pine nuts. And yeah. I was like, this is certainly, I, I like laid them out for you like Hansel and Gretel. I see that. Like, I, I'm like, certainly I, he's going to find something it. to do with it. Well, I laid them right here for you. Yeah. So I figured you could do something with that. I know you like pine nuts. Yeah, so. I think maybe I'll make some, um, I, I, I like to make my world famous oatmeal pine nut cookies that no one in the family likes except for me. <laughs> but also a half a pound of pine nuts is like $100, which is like really big currency right now. Honestly, yeah. Um, so could, I think that's them. that's been our pantry, guys. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been most fun organizing it. Tell us about the dish you eat when you want to feel comfortable, safe, nostalgic, or taken care of. What is your ultimate? Ultimate. Ultimate. What is your ultimate comfort food? And why do you love it so much? And you know, you had just mentioned something, Jasmine, that's really interesting is, um, you know, talking about like fitness and how we stay gluten-free a lot and we we have a specific diet most of the time of the year. Mm-hmm. Don't you find it odd that like that's just sort of gone away now? Like everyone's baking sourdough bread. Oh, yeah. Like California is no longer gluten-free. You can't find flour anywhere. I mean, uh, nowhere. Exactly. And people it's just, off the shelves. I, I think that's no a, milk. People are all drinking milk now again. Like myself maybe, included. I'm yes. not gonna. I'm not gonna conspiracy theorize this, but. It's crazy. It's the milk board. It's the milk board. It's the dairy board. It's the milk it's the dairy board. <laughs> but I do find it interesting that like everyone, um, of course, goes to comfort food. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's something. Reasonable. Right. What has been during this quarantine a comfort food for you? Like what's been something that we have had that doesn't, that we might not usually have that's been, is it? Well, I think it it's been bread? bread. Yeah. I think it's it been, has. I mean, it's been making bread and like just bread with some salted butter is, is like such a decadent like treat <laughs> when you don't eat bread most of the time. It right? really is. I mean, yeah. that's always been my theory on bread that like I don't eat bread unless it's like from a bakery or a restaurant that I really love and like bread with just butter. Like it, yeah. it doesn't need to be anything else with that. Mine has been pasta. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like yeah. again, I, I try to stay gluten free, um, but we have so m- many amazing pasta shapes in the cupboard. That's true. Yeah. And like pasta, as most good cooks know, you can just whip it up at home. The kids love it. Mm-hmm. So for me, my comfort food for this has been um, pasta. Like we put up a picture of penne alla vodka the other day, and I gave that recipe out, and people were so mad that there was no vodka in it. <laughs> Which I think people just wanted the recipe because yeah, they're on quarantine and they were like, oh, I'll, I'll yeah. drink a little, I'll use a little on the recipe. And like, yeah. and my, my penny alla vodka 
uh, surprisingly does not have any uh, vodka in it right now. From a food perspective, walk us through what happens when this pandemic is under control. What do you miss about? What do you miss about restaurants? Restaurant. Waiters. Bartenders. Professional chefs. What's the first restaurant or bar you'll visit? What will you order? Why? And you had mentioned this the other day. What is... What do you want to do? I mean, we're here in California where Governor Newsom is going to make a declaration at some point today as to how we're going to start getting out of this. Like what the other side looks exactly. like. Exactly. And the other day you were like, I, I really miss restaurants. I do. Which, which it's not even specific. hurt my feelings a little bit. Really? I'm, well, I mean, just because cooking? I'm cooking. Well, I'm cooking guys. too. But I mean, no one's had that split pea soup in the fridge. I know. It's been there for almost two days now. Anyway, yeah. we're... we're, we're this is also uh, a couples therapy yeah. uh, production team. Uh, Jasmine, where do you want to go once this thing breaks? I'll be honest. It's not even a specific place for me. I'll be honest that it is really just like, I want to go and sit in a restaurant and have a server and like be in that environment again. Right. That's yeah. what I miss. I mean, I, I could eat anything. I, I'm not really that picky. Like I go eat some sushi or something like that, but it doesn't, that's not even what I'm missing. I'm missing like just the regimen of going and sitting down. hundred percent. And you know, I have, well, one, I do have the coffee addiction, but I also go to Starbucks a lot. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, I know that I'm a serious chef and maybe not everyone thinks Starbucks has great coffee, but I go for <laughs> the social interaction. Right. I miss my acai bowl every once in a while, a coffee, you know, just going to- You miss uh, the schedule. You miss the, yeah, the routine. That's the word. Yes. The routine it's of it's it. the yeah. social aspect of it yeah. that I really, really miss. Where do you- um, where do you think this is going to take our industry? Not to get too serious, but yeah. like, I'm, well, I'll, I'll sort of lead here. I feel like this is going to inspire another renaissance of like service, like how we went in 2008 to quick service. You had mentioned it the other yeah. day. Yeah. Single subject niche restaurants really became popular. Yeah. Uh, well, and it became that, you know, 2008 was a, a massive recession, right? Where people were looking for comfort. And they were looking for cheap, right? Or mm-hmm. cheaper. They weren't going to fine dining restaurants. So that's, I think, prompted the explosion of these quick casual places that still serve great food with great ethos and all that. I don't know. From here, it's definitely, I think there will be a new model. I mean, I think cashless, touchless, all this stuff is going to carry on for a while. Right? Yeah. And I think this was the best thing that probably could ever happen to meal kits. Sure. which had really been taking a, Kinda, a yeah, beating the over slide. the last couple of years. Uh, and even potentially, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but the uh, celebrity chef at home kit where, you know, a, a chef like a Michael Ruhlman mm-hmm. can send you a recipe. They can send you ingredients. Here's all the provisions you need. Right. And this is going to get you through what's hopefully not another pandemic, yeah. but could get you through a long weekend without power or right. something like that. Yeah. And maybe this is where drone nuts actually happens. Oh, drone nuts. Yes. Where we deliver your favorite donuts from all over the country to your doorstep yeah. within 24 hours, all via digital app using drones. drones. That's right. Drones delivering donuts. <laughs> it's drone nuts. Michael Ruman, are you investing? Michael, are you there? <laughs> yes, Richard, I'm listening. But I think drone nuts might need some testing before I can invest. Bring it back after you've reached a minimum viable product, will you? About that wet dough, when I was working with the head baker out of the Bouchon Bakery for the cookbook, he loved his doughs super hydrated or wet. And the way he handled wet dough was to fold it into thirds during its fermentation or first rise. This helped set up the dough's structure. Details are in the Bouchon Bakery cookbook. 
And yes, Richard, I would love to be on your podcast. For those who don't know it, it's his game show style podcast called Food Court with Richard Blaze. On Food Court, Judge Richard presides over timeless debates from the food world, such as bacon versus sausage. Who wouldn't want to weigh in on that? Or the perennial and fiercely debated question, should you ever put pineapple on pizza? That's all for this edition of From Home. See you next time and keep on cooking. Special thanks to Jasmine Blaze for joining the fun. She and Richard co-host another podcast together called Starving for Attention. Stay tuned for more editions of From Home right here on From Scratch with Michael Ruhlman, a production of iHeartRadio. place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.